Welcome to the Real Estate Connection Podcast with your podcast realtor, Stephen Thayard. Come on in, folks. We're going to be getting the podcast started very shortly. I appreciate y'all taking the time and spending it with me today. Again, welcome to the Real Estate Connection Podcast with your host, Stephen Thayard. How about we start the show? for The Real Estate Connection with Stephen Fayard, a realtor and certified probate and real estate specialist. Whether you're a first-time homebuyer or a seasoned investor looking to downsize, move up, or refinance, this program is for you. A house in the middle of a street, something tells you that you go to live in the middle From probate sales to landscape design to home repairs and maintenance, this is your weekly look into all things real estate. Now your host for the Real Estate Connection, Stephen Thayard. Hey everybody, welcome to the show. Thank you for joining me today. Glad you guys could make it. All right, how about a great big fat round of applause for everyone? Thank you for joining me. Yeah, large, large applause. Or well, we're ready to get right on rolling. We're not going to leave you hanging. Uh, welcome to the Real Estate Connection with your podcast realtor, Stephen Thayard. I am a practicing realtor in the state of California, Northern California to be exact, in the San Francisco Bay Area. I currently hang my license with Coldwell Banker, California DRE number 01700019. And I want to thank all of my lovely clients uh, uh, for trusting me with the uh uh, the privilege of helping them either buy or sell a home so far already this year. Um, uh, the business has really taken off. We've done a couple of closings already. Um, I got a client into a, a nice home, family home in uh, the little hamlet of Willow Glen. Uh, got a listing sold out of San Bruno and another listing sold out of San Jose. Uh, currently have one sitting out in Silicon Valley in the heart of the beast. Uh, near all of the uh, high-tech companies, uh, a mobile home listed at $255,000, three bedrooms, two baths, 1,248 square feet. If you're thinking you want to uh, live in the area and want to get something in, get it something affordable, give me a call. Stephen Thayard, your podcast realtor at 408-472-0817. So thank you again for joining me on today's show. Welcome again. I really do appreciate you spending the time with me. And we're just going to get this start. Uh, this <laughs> I'm tripping all over my words today. All right, settle down, settle down. Here we go. It's time to get this party started. All right, welcome to the show. Let's jump right on in. So, you have been working hard for years to succeed, you have passed your exams, earned your degree or maybe even gone to a beautiful trade school and learned a trade such as plumbing, pipe fitting, welding, um, 
electrical or carpentry and you've landed that dream job and now you are making good money. That's right. You have done it. You've succeeded through all the ups and downs and you've landed that that job that you've always been wanting and you're making good money and you're saving and making the right investment moves even. But something is still missing. Do you feel like you are not getting the right return on your investment from renting? You know, all of us need a place to stay. We all have a roof over our heads. No matter what, you're going to be paying to live somewhere. And if you are renting, are you feeling like that money is just getting washed away every month without any return on your investment? Are you ready to make the move into owning your own home? Well, in today's show, you will hear the steps you need to take to determine if you are ready to buy your first home. That's right, seven steps that you will learn today to see if you are ready to buy your first home. All right, so if you're just catching, if you're just joining the show or you're, you're wondering what this podcaster is talking about, which you shouldn't because you should see the title of the show, or better yet, you want to have access to all the other 79 podcasts about different topics of real estate uh, through the Real Estate Connection podcast, send me an email right now at info at realestateconnectionradio.com. That's info at realestateconnectionradio.com with your name and your email address. And I'd be had happy, happy to add you to my podcast distribution list so you don't have to miss another episode. All right. Um, these Some of these uh, podcasts can be life changing because the information is actionable right now in your life actionable. So with that being said, let's jump into the seven steps you need to take to determine whether or not you are ready to stop paying rent and purchase your own home. So what is, oh, there we go. What is number one? What is the first step in determining if you are ready to buy your first home? Number one, at the very top, top of the list is financing. And we're going to cut this into two different points. Financing, number one, is going to be the lender. All right. Unless you are in a position to pay all cash, you are going to need a loan in order to purchase your first home. The first step in the process is to contact a lending professional. Now, this can be a large bank, a national mortgage company uh, like Rocket Mortgage or some of the other ones. It could be a local bank, uh, a bank that's just regional to your area. It could be it could even be a credit union. So if you're in the trades and you belong to a credit union that's offering you some benefits for uh, for storing or parking your money with them, a credit union can get the job done or a local mortgage company. And this is a company that's more reasonable, more reasonable, actually more regional and more local to your area, which can be a benefit to you as well. Now, the decision as far as who to choose to contact can be daunting because there's just a lot of moving parts. We've already discussed one, two, three, four, five, six different choices, and that's just based on size and location. 
the best way to go about it is to seek help from a licensed real estate professional. And that could be me, Stephen Thayard, your podcast realtor. I can be reached directly at 408-472-0817. Again, 408-472-0817. I'd be happy to point you in the direction of someone who can do an absolutely fantastic job in qualifying you and getting everything that needs to be done in order to be prepared to move forward in buying your first home. So do not be shy. Don't hesitate. Call me today. Again, 408-472-0817. Now, with besides a real estate professional, you can ask a friend who may have just gone through the process. However, the caveat to that is Everybody has a specific fact pattern related to their needs. So you have different levels of income, different levels of saving, different levels of expenses or debts that may have already been incurred. And so based on their specific fact pattern, they may have chosen uh, they may have chosen a lender um, that best fits with their situation. But it's always good to consult with friends, especially if they've had a very smooth and successful uh, uh, transaction or process of getting the loan. Getting a loan can be daunting. um, And um, if they have worked with somebody and it said it was really easy and smooth, then that's a good, that's very good. That's good to know. All right. So keep one thing in mind during your hunt for a lender. The lowest interest rate should not, again, the lowest interest rate should not drive your final decision and who you choose. Now, of course, we all want the lowest interest rate we can find when we're looking to buy a home because it will help you on how much money you can borrow and what your payments are going to be. However, that doesn't necessarily make it the best lender for you to work with. You want an experienced home loan lender who can guide you through the process and who can also help get the job done on time. Real estate purchases are subject to a timeline. It's a contract and there are timelines involved in this contract and deadlines. However, the home loan lender is not a party to the contract, which means they are not bound to the timelines. Therefore, It is very important that you find a lender with a good reputation for getting the job done in a timely manner. The last thing you need in the middle of purchasing a home is for your lender to drop the ball and cause delays, which can cause difficulties in the contract. And the worst case scenario is ultimately you losing the ability to close escrow on the home. So it's very important when you are choosing a lender not to necessarily let the interest rate drive the decision. You absolutely have to have an organization and a person who can get the job done on time in a smooth and efficient way. All right, so that's number one. And I know that's a lot. So um, uh, I hope you have a piece of paper and a pencil and you're taking notes. However, if you have specific questions about your scenario, you can give me a call directly, Stephen Thayard, your podcast realtor at 408-472-0817. Again, 408-472-0817. All right, let's jump into number two. 
financing part de your financial position. Okay. The first part of the financing piece dealt with choosing a lender and um, sorting and sifting through their qualifications to knowing which is the best one to work with. The second piece is going to be your financial position. So now it's time to dig into your personal finances. The lender you choose will check your credit and have you fill out an application for a loan. The lender will determine based on your credit score, current debt, savings, and income, how much of a loan you are qualified for. The lender will also present to you different loan options and their associated interest rates. Now, you heard me correctly. There are different loan options that you can take advantage of, and they do have variable or not variable. They have different interest rates, whether they're variable or fixed, okay? All right, so the lender will have uh, will have different options to fit your specific situation. Now, from this information, you could determine how much of a loan you are comfortable with. The size of the loan determines your payments. I can't tell you how many times I get phone calls asking, if I put 20% down on this property, what are my payments going to be? Well, it depends on a lot of other factors that um, a real estate professional cannot tell you off the top of their head over a phone call. We can give you a general guideline based on what the current 30-year fixed conventional rates are and give you a general idea, but until you go through this exercise, you really will not be able to dial in exactly what the interest rate is going to be for you specifically. All right, so the size of the loan determines your payments. You may, right, you may qualify for a $900,000 loan, but may not be comfortable with the size of the payments. This is where decision-making on your part comes into play. You can decide what payment you are comfortable with and then back into the loan amount. So for instance, if a $900,000 loan has like a $5,000 a month payment to it, and you want to keep your payments at $3,500 to $4,000 a month, then you back into what that loan amount will be based on the interest rate that you were quoted. And then you have to come up with the additional down payment on your own. So there are variable pieces in the formula that you plug and play into that fit your specific situation that determines where you're going to go in your first home purchase. So this process is very important as it will allow you to look at the market differently. When you see that $750,000 home that you like listed for sale, you will know in your mind instantly what the payments will be and if you are comfortable with making the purchase. And if you are, then you can really charge ahead and go and make an offer and be very comfortable about your decision making, right? This is very empowering and makes your home search much more real. All right, so what is number three? So we've gone through one and two, and if you're just joining uh, uh, the podcast and you're watching it live uh, and you missed anything, send me an email at info at realestateconnectionradio.com. That's info at realestateconnectionradio.com. And send me uh, an email with your name and your uh, your email address, and I'll sign you up for the podcast distribution list so you can catch up on this on this podcast. 
Um, and if you're looking for me on uh, to find out where the Real Estate Connection podcast is, you can find me on Podbean and Apple Podcasts. I think I'm going to add into the graphic that you see on the screen right now uh, um, pictures of what that Podbean uh, symbol and Apple Podcast symbol looks like so you can have a better, uh, uh, easier way of finding it. But just look for the Real Estate Connection on those uh, podcasting platforms. All right, so number three is closing costs. So you've done exercise number one and gone through finance part A, part B, and you've determined where you're at with where you want to go with your loan and the amount of money you want to borrow and the interest rate that you're going to get in the payments that you're comfortable with. But number three is a little known fact that a lot of first time home buyers don't look into and that's closing costs. All right. Closing costs. Those are cash costs that are associated with closing the transaction when you're finishing the deal, so to speak. Those are those are costs that are incurred with buying a home that aren't part of the loan and you need to have cash available to cover it. So um, you have your down payment ready um, and now you have these closing costs. Closing costs are simply costs associated with closing real estate transactions that are paid with cash and not via financing. And the costs include items such as appraisal fees, home inspections, prorated property taxes, home insurance, loan origination fees, and other costs. Now, the rule of thumb in real estate is that it could be as much as 3% of your total purchase price. However, if you want to dial it in more specifically, once you're further down the road and you're working with a real estate professional, they can uh, have other service providers uh, pre-calculate what this cost is so that you can figure out how much of your disposable cash that you're looking to use as a down payment needs to go towards closing costs, which may reduce your down payment a little bit and cause you to make a slight adjustment to what your loan amount is going to be. So closing costs are very important. Um, or it just may, or it may turn out that you may need to save some additional money or maybe, or maybe even ask your parents to help with your closing costs. This is not unheard of, especially in the Bay area where family members, uh, such as parents, uh, come in with a gift to help their children, uh, get into their very first home. Um, it is absolutely part of the family dynamic and uh, parents are more than happy to help, especially when they see their sons or daughters uh, doing the right things and making the right moves in life and setting themselves up for success for them to help them with a boost on their first home purchase. For me personally, my parents were involved with helping me with a part of my first down payment on a home and um, it absolutely got me over the hump. And once you're in, you can start building that equity and later on maybe pull out some cash to pay them back. That would be a great thing. This is a applause to the parents out there who help their children get into the first home. All right, so we've covered the first three. And so we're going to take a short commercial break. And then when we come back, we're going to talk about the last four pieces of what you need to cover in order to determine whether or not you're ready. You're ready to take the plunge in buying your first home. So stay with me. I'll be back in a second. Okay, this is Stephen Thayard with Coldwell Banker, your podcast real estate professional. If you or friends or family are looking to get into the real estate market this spring, now is the time to act. 
Give me a phone call right now at 408-472-0817 and let's get you down the path of either home ownership or cashing out on the equity that you've worked so hard to earn. Interest rates have ticked up a slight bit. We're not sure how it's going to affect the market in the long term, whether that will it will cool the market or um, if you're new to buying, it could cost you a little bit more to purchase a home. So if you've been on the fence, it's time to get off the fence because interest rates have ticked up a little bit and you don't want to miss out on being able to borrow money for a, a lower cost. And if you're a seller, you don't want to wait too long and miss the market if interest rates continue to rise and then cause a cooling in the market or cause a panic, <clears throat> excuse me, cause a panic where sellers who have all been on the fence for a while all decide to get in the market at the same time and we see a jump in inventory and then instantly we have a buyer's market because buyers have a lot more to choose from. So if that's you and you've been waiting, give me a phone call today. Stephen Thayard with Coldwell Banker. California DRE number 0170019. I could be reached directly at 408-472-0817. Thank you, and we'll see you in a minute. All right, that was our commercial break. Welcome back to the podcast. All right, so we're covering the seven, the seven steps that you need to go through in order to figure out whether you're ready to move on down that road of a home purchase. Okay, so what are the last four? Number four are going number four is costs related to the city or the county that you live in. Property taxes are a part of the ownership experience. These are generally fixed at the state level. However, different cities may have passed different bonds to improve roads or schools that add to the property tax rate. So make sure you are aware of the overall specific property tax rate in the area you are looking to purchase into. Plan this into your monthly payment budget for the cost of owning your home. Again, look at to the look into the costs related to where you're going to move into and it's generally related to property taxes. So what's number 5? Are you ready to tackle your own home maintenance issues? All right, so typically with renting, you call the landlord to fix any issues. As a homeowner, you are on your own, okay? Are you ready to mow your own lawn? Clear clogged drains, either in your sink, shower, plugged up toilets, or um, uh, drains out of the sink, broken garbage disposals, are you ready to get up on a ladder and clean the gutters of leaves every year? Uh, maintain a roof or pull your own weeds in your yard. Basic home maintenance, maintenance and weekends spent performing repairs comes with the territory. However, there is pride in maintaining a home and keeping up with the Joneses because that means your house is just as nice as the rest of the houses on the street, which maintains the value of the neighborhood, which helps create equity. And part of home ownership is the maintenance of your house and making sure that it's retaining its value. All right. So what's number six? What's number six in knowing whether or not you're ready to pull that trigger to move from renting to home ownership? Are you itching to put your own personal touches into a home? Are you tired of asking the landlord for permission? Are you looking to customize your wall colors? Do you want to plant your own garden? 
have an upgraded kitchen or bathroom or do you just want newer appliances and you don't want to buy them and put them into a rental? Do you want to not worry about asking permission about owning a dog or a cat? Or maybe you just want to have some backyard chickens so you can have your own eggs. This is a good sign that you are ready for home ownership as well. All right. So if you're itching to put your own spin or touch on things, that's a good sign that you're ready to take the plunge. And what is number seven? The last and final step in knowing whether or not you're ready to purchase your own home and move out of the rental market. Are you ready to earn equity and build wealth? Owning a home is one of the best ways to build generational wealth in the United States of America. There is a reason it's called one of the biggest investments you will ever make in your life because it is just that, an investment. Over 15 to 30 years, depending on how long your mortgage length is, you can expect to earn some value in your home. Additionally, not only through the market going up, but by paying down your loan and then becoming a home owner. All right. So you can use that time. You are additionally paying off an asset over time that you can use to borrow off of or rent out to earn income. That was the last point. I tripped over my words there for a second, but we're recovering. We're recovering. It's okay. It's okay. Steven we will be okay. All right. So you are additionally paying off an asset. Your house is an asset. The difference between an asset and a liability is this. When you buy a liability, it loses value over time and it costs you money to maintain. An asset is something that holds or retains its value over time and it also can be used to generate income. So when you buy a boat or a car, this is a liability. Generally speaking, it loses its value over time and it costs money to maintain, putting gas in it, maintaining the engine, making oil changes, new tires, insuring it, registration, things of that nature. And over time, it devaluates. It's a liability. An asset is a house. Over time, it maintains its value or goes up in value. And as you become an owner of that property, you can use it to generate income. Should you decide to move out of it, you can rent it out to other people. This is an asset. So it's one of the biggest assets you'll ever own. It's not always milk and honey, though, and the market goes up and down over time. So you must be prepared for that as well. Generally speaking, in California, however, over time, the, the value of your real estate assets will will gradually increase. Now, there may be times we'll see dips in the market like we saw in the downturn when everybody thought that real estate was dead and it was never coming back and the bottom of the market hit and then the smart money investors started scooping up properties for dirt cheap and now they're sitting pretty. But you need to be um, strong-willed in knowing that over time, this is going to be a good decision. All right, so like I said, over time, Usually home ownership is a net positive for those who attain the dream. And it is the American dream. Every from the beginning of the foundation of this nation, the people in power usually were the landowners. So to become a landowner meant something and it still means something today. Whether you own a two bedroom, two bath bungalow on 4,000 square feet of property or you own, you know, 
a three-bedroom, two-bath ranch-style house with five acres, owning land comes with some rights and privileges in the United States of America, and I think it's something that everybody should attain to. So that's it, folks. Those are the seven reasons, uh, seven steps that you should go through in determining whether or not you're ready to take the plunge into owning real estate in the United States of America or the state of California or Northern California. So if you have any questions about your specific fact pattern or situation, feel free to give Stephen Thayard, your podcast realtor, a call at 408-472-0817. Again, that's 408-472-0817. I'd love to talk to you specifically about your fact pattern, about your specific situation, so we can get you down the road to home ownership. And on the flip side, if you've owned your home for a very long time and you're looking to cash out the equity to retire and buy that retirement property or the kids have all grown up and you're looking to downsize and get something smaller, or if you're just looking to maybe uh, move into greener pastures and, and may, might maybe move out of the state of California and cash that equity out and use it into a low and move into a lower cost of living state. Um, give me a call. I can help you with that as well. What we do is we put a plan together in order to turn that equity into cold, hard cash, which is putting, which is doing the work necessary to set your home up. So it's the most desirable product in the neighborhood to, to create a desire in the marketplace so that you'll get more money for selling. And that's exactly what your goal should be. So with that, thank you so much for joining me today. God bless you. God bless the United States of America. And thank you for joining me on today's episode of the Real Estate Connection with your podcast realtor, Stephen Thayard. And without that, we're going to go out on some music and you have to, uh, you have to forgive me. I'm still trying to figure this podcast thing out just a little bit. So, um, and with that, that's it for today's show. We will talk to you next week as we do another episode of the Real Estate Connection with your podcast realtor, Stephen Thayard.